That was Talking Heads with Nothing But Flowers. Our sustainability reporter, Keely Warren, knows a greenwashing from a whitewashing and has worked with a number of organisations and destinations looking to tell their story about responsible tourism, even regenerative tourism, as the market for authentic, sustainable experiences grows rapidly. Here she speaks with Helen Vine, Head of Sustainability and Procurement at YHA Australia, who says sustainability is critical in the accommodation sector. But doesn't YHA's hostel-style accommodation already offer a lower environmental impact, a more sustainable solution than many other properties? Helen, you're Head of Sustainability and Procurement with YHA. You've been working with YHA for 34 years now. Um, I know from our conversations, YHA has been around for a, a significant period of time. I know that the, the organisation um, was established in 1939 and in that time I can imagine you've seen a lot of change within the organisation, a lot of change within the tourism sector and the way that people travel over the years that you've been part of the organisation. Why is sustainability in tourism so important? Um, good question. Like sustainability uh, or travel, I should say, is responsible for 8% of global emissions worldwide. So it's a pretty significant player in terms of um, the things that are causing climate change, you know, where there's just way too many tourists in a destination and it harms the local community, there's overdevelopment and degradation of natural areas. We know as an industry that the climate extremes um, are destroying infrastructure with extreme weather and floods and fire and such like, so it damages our buildings and stops people from getting to us. Um, and, of course, rising sea levels are swamping low-lying islands and coastal areas that rely on tourism um, for their revenue. On the positive side, um, there's many parts of the world uh, where the income from tourism is replacing revenue that previously came from very extractive industries such as mining and logging. And it's really increased the awareness um, in those communities that they need to protect their local assets, their natural assets, and actually um, preserve the biodiversity of the area that they're in and preserve their nature. Um, and we just need to find that balance between that preservation side of things and providing a livable income for the local people and providing a balanced tourism experience for the people who want to explore the woods, world still. Mm, and when it comes to accommodation, I know that hostel stays in particular, they do tend to be lower impact than hotels for overnight stays. What has YHA done to become even more sustainable? Yeah, so co-living's great because of the shared nature of many parts of the building. So we allow people to cook their own food so they're um, reducing their impact from eating out or using takeaway foods. They share the lounge spaces. They can bring their own amenities to use in the bathrooms and it lets us balance out that private accommodation with more sustainable choices in, in the properties. But there's a lot of other stuff that we do. So where we can, when we build new um, in the last... 15 years we've, or 20 years, we've been building more sustainably. So really looking at the materials our buildings are built with, how they're heated, how they're cooled, if they're heated or cooled at all, um, using passive design to actually reduce the need for mechanical um, ventilation. So buildings like Sydney Harbour, Apollo Bay, Grampians and the new wing of our Brisbane City YHA are great examples of that. 
and then where we can, we're retrofitting our existing buildings because most of our properties are actually an adaptive reuse of an existing building. So um, sometimes it can be challenging to make them more sustainable. Um, we really try and bring our guests on that journey with us. So we talk about sustainability a lot. We engage with them and we educate our members, guests and our team members on how to travel sustainably and what to look for um, and all the little things that they can do which help add up to a, a positive change for the climate. And we're really trying to connect with our, our guests and our team members with the local communities and especially with the Indigenous people in Australia um, to inviting them into our properties to share their culture and history with our guests to keep that alive and to um, to just take that education piece one step further. That's right. And one of the excellent ways of, of educating guests is through publishing impact reports and these sorts of things, organisations that are committed to sustainability and they are very transparent about the way that they communicate what they're doing, what the impact is, and even some of the shortfalls in terms of what they're working on and looking at improving in the year ahead. I know that YHA, you you published a, an impact report um, last year, and in that report there were some really interesting statistics. So one of them was around... Um, diversion of waste to landfill. So there was around 26% of waste diverted from landfill in that last impact report. That's an annual figure. And then one of the other numbers that sort of jumped out at me, which I thought was quite interesting, was around the amount of CO2 emissions that each guest um, emits overnight, which was around 19.3 kilograms. Now, those figures are, are really interesting and it would be it would be really interesting to hear from you. Like, Why do you think it is important to educate your guests about your sustainability practices and what the impact is? Um, it's really, really important because, you know, I love travelling and I think it's all of us that enjoy travelling. We really have to be start taking responsibility for our impact as we do so. So um, information is power. So if you take that waste figure, for example, I think it's pretty bad. Um, and our goal this year is to improve it. Um, and that was our first impact report, uh, integrated report. So we hope that next year when we um, produce our impact report, that's going to be a better figure. Um, that's what we're planning for. And we can change all the processes that we want, improve our signage, our equipment, we can train our teams, and we're doing all of that. But without guest cooperation to reduce that figure um, and reduce the waste they bring in and dispose of it properly, we're never going to get to where we need to be. So we need to bring them on that journey with us and the impact report is one of the ways we're doing that by being transparent about these figures. Um, and the carbon figure is making people think about, okay, so staying in accommodation, that, that has an impact. So can I make more sustainable choices about the accommodation that I'm changing? So... There's so many of our guests, especially that younger crowd that have grown up in a climate crisis. That's all they've ever known and they're coming into adulthood and starting to travel. They're very environmentally aware and they really care about the impact that they're having. So they need to see that we're taking it seriously and they, they feel supported in, in what they're trying to achieve and that they're getting more information and some really actionable things that they can do that's going to reduce their impact as they're travelling. So thinking about what um, the carbon emissions are of any place they're staying or tour or attraction that they're visiting um, and what they can do as part of their travelling that will help reduce that impact on the environment. 
Exactly, because once people understand what their individual contribution is and the amount of change that we can actually make on a personal level as we travel the world and as we have all of these incredible experiences, it, it really is life-changing in a way, the, the amount of contribution when you realise how much just one person's contribution actually has mm-hmm. um, exacerbated over hundreds and thousands of travellers um, throughout the course of a year. It, it really does have a significant amount of change when it comes to all of these initiatives. One of the things that we are noticing more and more in general when it comes to tourism and travel is greenwashing. So it's becoming harder and harder to spot for a lot of people that are wanting to make more sustainable choices. How can people check that an accommodation provider, a hostel, a hotel, a B&B, how can they find out if their accommodation is truly sustainable? Um, well, the, the easiest way is to look for reliable credentials, like in Australia, Ecotourism Australia, EarthCheck or other certification programs. Um, and if you see a label you don't recognise, do a bit of research and make sure it's legit. Now, they're often quite expensive, those certification programs, so not all um, operators actually have the financial means to um, go through the certification process. So there's other ways, um, Booking.com and the other online travel agents and booking sites have um, sustainability ratings now, but they're often self-selected. So read the fine print um, if if a site does have a sustainability rating and see how that, that's been, information's been gathered and, and what the different criteria mean. Um, if the organisation, if it's a big travel company or even a, a small provider they've got an annual report or an integrated report or produce some sort of sustainability um, report on their progress Um, read it and check out the stats and you know read it critically and make sure that what you're reading they're not trying to make it sound really good but actually have a look at those statistics and the figures and and see what they mean I mean there's some people in our organisation who didn't want us to publish a 26% diversion to landfill because it doesn't look very good. But to be really transparent about it, we need to tell people that this is a work in progress for us and something we need to improve on. Um, and, of course, when you're actually at the property or on the tour or at the attraction, look at what's actually happening. Are they doing what they say they're doing? Can you see it on the ground? And I know that um, as we improve our processes um, and change procedures of properties and change it the way we do things, I'll be checking our guest feedback to see what our, our guests are saying. Have they noticed that we're not doing what we said we were going to do or have they, you know, on the positive side, seen what we're doing and actually made a positive comment about it. So, you know, there's, um, don't just blindly go into it and accept everything at face value. Don't um, not check for these things. Look out for them and, and keep an eye out for them as you book in and researching travel options because there's some fantastic operators out there who are doing really, really good things um, and it would be great if um, our travellers could support them. Absolutely. I think research, 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 and don't be shy about asking questions. Don't be shy about speaking um, to the organisation direct, speaking with the people that work there, um, and asking so that you can learn more about what some of those initiatives are that are happening when when you are staying um, in these different places so you can learn more about why they're so important. Keely Warren there speaking with Helen Vine of YHA Australia. For more information, www.yha.com.au.
This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.